0: Hey there, welcome to every night's a school night on a Thursday night. And Thursdays, you know, in addition to being my favorite day of the week, they are also the last school night of the week that might play into it. That might be one of the many qualities that Thursday has that makes it such an appealing day. It's the last school night of the week. Yeah, you have to get up for school, you have to get up for work the next day. But it's the last time of the week that you have to do that. So it's cushioned. There's a cushion. Um, here we go with the uh, first song here is going to be by Jorgen Ingman. And it's his version of the song Apache from 1961. He's a Danish guy. And he he made it big with this song. I, this song got him some popularity. Jorgen Ingman, if I'm saying that right. I should know how to say it. It's Scandinavian. I should I don't know, I'm questioning everything. I'm questioning how I pronounce everything, you know, I'm, I'm really questioning, uh, you know, just my entire grasp of language right now, but yeah, we're going to start it out with something clean, an instrumental, has kind of a western sound, but also sort of a surf sound as well, so western surf, and I don't even know that either of those describe it properly, it's just a beautiful, clean song, a good way to get things started, a good clean way to get the show started. States where an armed insurrection overthrew the existing government they overlooked the only place in the United States where every major European power that intruded in North American wilderness had governmental authority they overlooked the place that had the highest rural homicide rates ever recorded in American history and I could go on with about 57 more points <music> Morgan Ingman, followed by uh, simply Amelia, Amelia, nothing else, no last name, nothing else, just Amelia, with Please Don't Quarrel. We're going to continue on here with a little more country, we're going to play some Mac Allen Smith, which I feel like I've played. I wouldn't be shocked if I've played both these songs before, but as I've mentioned, it's it's getting harder and harder to remember every single thing that I've already played on here. I still have a lot more that I haven't played. I still have a lot in the hopper ready to play at any point in the future, but this is one where I just I just have this feeling that I must have played Mac Allen Smith, like especially the second song I'm going to play here because I'm, I'm about to play two Mac Allen Smith songs. The first one is Angel Face with a Body Full of Sin. Really a beautiful title there. Angel Face with a Body Full of Sin. And then the second song, I'm Not Drunk, I'm Just Drinking. I swear, I must have played that at some point. But if I haven't, well, then even better, because it's the, the first time for a great song, a great idea. I relate to that. Like, back when I drank, I, I mean, I relate to that idea. Yeah, sometimes I'm drunk. But sometimes I'm just drinking, and there's a distinction there. And as the lyrics say, I'm not stoned, I'm just thinking. (laughs) And there's something about country music that, you know, it doesn't talk about drugs nearly as much as it does alcohol, obviously. Obviously, country deals with, you know, beer and whiskey and all those things. Even, I mean, it even postures that way. You know, even artists who probably aren't these, like, wild drunks kind of play that up because it's part of the country image. But a lot of them, especially in the past, were pretty serious drunks. Um, But I like it when they talk about drugs. For whatever reason, when country music talks about drugs, it feels more real. It feels more real than like a rock and roll band or a rap artist talking about drugs. So there's something about that to me. Like country and drugs go well together. Uh, But I'm not stoned, I'm just thinking, which is a great lyric. I mean, that's an even better lyric to me than i'm not drunk i'm just drinking like i'm not stoned i'm just thinking it's a phrase that everybody needs to know everybody needs to know that phrase but yeah i don't know i may have played that before maybe not but either way we're going to play a couple mac allen smith songs here starting with angel face with a body full of sin Have
1: you ever been to a honky-tonk where the rednecks came to fight? Did you ever step inside a joint where you couldn't see the light? Have you ever been to a rundown club where they all were drunk by ten? If you have, you've seen the place where I found a girl with the angel face and a body full of sin. Did you ever take a nine-ounce plastic cup and a bowl of ice? Mixed drinks from the bottle that you brought with you that night While the band just played the same old beat time and time again If you have, you've seen the place Where I found a girl with the angel face and a body full of sin I don't know what made it happen, but she stole my heart that night When I looked into her dark brown eyes and held her oh so tight as I kissed her lips and squeezed her hips, my head began to spin. And I found her in that place, the girl with the angel face and a body full of sin. Later lying side by side, she felt so good to me. I was just past thirty-five, but I felt like twenty-three As her softness gently covered me, I felt her body win And I found her in that place, the girl with the angel face And a body full of sin I don't know what made it happen, but she stole my heart that night But I looked into her dark brown eyes and held her oh so tight As I kissed her lips and squeezed her hips, my head began to spin And I found her in that place, the girl with the angel face And a body full of sin Lord, I found her in that place, the girl with the angel face And a body full of sin
2: going on and the the way they strive around town and you know in our parks and stuff we can't even go out and park or anything without seeing all that going on the chicks really don't like it (laughs) i I feel feel if they if they want to do it it's okay with me to do it but not around people uh if if they're gonna do it they should do it in the privacy of their own home or whatever because what two consenting adults do is really none of our business But when they do it out in the open and it offends other people, it's really kind of bad because some people, just makes you sick inside. I'm not drunk.
1: I'm just drinking. I'm not stoned. I'm just thinking. Thinking about the way that you done me. Thinking about what used to be. But I'm not drunk. I'm just drinking I'm not drunk I'm just drinking I'm not stoned I'm just thinking Thinking about your big blue eyes Thinking about your little white lies But I'm not drunk I'm just drinking I know it's true that I'm drinking Every time that you see me That don't mean that I have to You see, it's just something to do Oh, but I'm not drunk I'm just drinking I'm not stoned I'm just thinking Thinking about what's right or wrong Baby, you know you've done me wrong But I'm not drunk I'm just drinking I know it's true that I'm drinking Every time you see me But that don't mean that I have to You see, it's just something to do Oh, but I'm not drunk I'm just drinking I'm not stoned I'm just thinking Thinking about what's right or wrong Baby, you know you've done me wrong But I'm not drunk I'm just not drunk I'm just drinking maybe I'm not drunk I keep on drinking I'm not drunk I'm just
0: drinking a dose of just pure paganism there just pure paganism you know what do the neo-pagans have to say in response to that that's what I want to know What do the neo-pagans have to offer in response to what you just heard? Because that is paganism. That is paganism right there. That is the kind of music that pagan people make in our world today, or our world when that was recorded, you know, decades ago. But still, it's not chanting in a field. It's that. Of course, I like all kinds of neo-pagan shit, too. I can like them both. I can like them both. But that to me, that's pure paganism right there. I'm not drunk, I'm just drinking. But We're going to continue on here and we're going to bring up somebody who isn't a stranger to the show. She's been on here before. Little Brenda Holly. You know, if you were to ask somebody, oh, what do you think? Oh, you know, Mother Earth's a singer. Did you hear that Mother Earth's a singer? You ever wonder what a voice sounded like? You ever wonder what a voice sounds like? Somebody would probably be like uh, Whitney Houston, um, Celine Dion, uh, Mariah Carey. Uh, You know, someone would probably come up with all these big names, people who are known for their range. Well, I would counter that and I would say, I bet Mother Earth sounds like Little Brenda Holly. And this song's Dear Diary. You know, she's somebody who some of her music borders on like the shags or something, you know. It borders on being like some sort of like atonal, I don't know, you know, a clunky atonal mess, you know, and it's like someone can listen to that ironically, you know, there's there's people, you know, the shags are a good example, like, of something that's so bad, it's good. And people actually develop a a genuine taste in them. After first laughing, you know, things like that happen all the time. You know, happens with words, it happens with language, but it also happens to your taste. It's the person who's like, Oh, let's watch this movie. It's so bad. It's good. And then pretty soon this thing that's bad actually ends up good. Like your brain starts starts actually treating it like it's a good thing. And you, you become a person who watches B movies. I mean, I think it's the same thing with music. And so yeah, you you could call Brenda Holly inept. But I don't know. I mean, this song is just a testament. This is what Mother Earth sounds like. And pay close attention to the lyrics. But beyond that, just let the whole thing wash over you. Because this is Mother Earth singing to you, little Brenda Holly. production it sounds like it's buried almost and the reason why it sounds that way is because it's mother earth the reason why it sounds buried is because it's mother earth and the reason it sounds that way is because it's actually coming from the center of the earth what you heard it was recorded by you know scientific microphones which is also the name of (laughs) I'm i'm not even gonna make the joke it's also the name of my band but uh Scientific microphones. Uh <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but uh, anyway, like the reason it sounds that way, um, I just ruined my own joke with, with another joke, with an even dumber joke. But I was going to say you're actually, scientific microphones are actually picking that up. Like you can you can't hear it audibly normally when you're just going about your day, but that's actually emanating from the earth. And very high-powered microphones just picked up what you just heard. That's why it sounds kind of muffled, because you're actually hearing it through all the layers of the earth, through dirt. Through dirt. I like that lyric, though. Uh, She says something about how she could die, and then she says, I'm the jealous type, I really must admit. I generally don't get scared at a woman's lyrics, You know, I mean, because there is some music, like even though I see most music as performative and theatric and exaggerated, it's not like I listen to evil music. It's not like I listen to metal and think, oh, my God, this guy's scaring me. I mean, for that matter, any music that like professes violence, it's not like I hear it and I go, oh, my God, this is scary. This guy's going to hurt somebody. Oh, my God. You know, it's not like I listen to music that way or anybody with a brain. You know, it's not like anybody with a brain listens to music that way. But every once in a while obviously you'll you'll hear music and it kind of gives you a chill. You're like, "Okay, this person's serious." And when and when Brenda Holly there says, "I'm the jealous type, I really must admit." I kind of got flashes of her with a knife. You know, if her boyfriend's cheating on her, which I guess it turns out he's not. It turns out it was just a friend. If you paid attention to the saga that played out in those lyrics, you know. But anyway, we're going to move on here. I could talk about Brenda Holly lyrics all day. I could talk about Mother Earth's golden voice that you just heard all day. And we're going to move on to a block here. And it's going to be a four song block, so it's a big block. You know, it takes three to make a block, but sometimes a block is four. That's a, a Chinese proverb. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, in this four song block, a big block, it's going to be Little Jan and the Radiance. And that's R-A-D-I-A-N-T-S. Radiant, plural, which is a good name. Little Jan and the Radiance. Although with these Scandinavian names like Jorgen, I almost wonder if Little Jan is Little Jan. I met some people, I think they were Scandinavian, who it was a guy and he spelled his name J-A-N like that but it was pronounced Yawn so this could be Little Yawn or Little Jan but either way it's with the Radiance and this first song is Heart and Soul followed by If You Love Me but there's going to be two more after that too
3: well there have been a few incidents uh, at the club uh, minor incidents of uh, a few broken windows and tire slashing <laughs> you <laughs>
2: Starting to, women are starting to uh, stand next to the men that are behind them. Oh.
3: concerns everyone and their safety and their rights as individuals that a group is uh, bringing about uh, violence uh, upon other people. Uh, Whether there is or isn't, I really can't be certain. I hope to God there isn't. And if there is, I hope that it's uh, being dealt with.
0: I mean, I always like it when something gets dealt with. I feel like dealing with something is a good way of looking at it. I've got to deal with this. It's being dealt with. I need to say that in response to people more, though. Like, if people ask something of me, I need to say, it's being dealt with. It's being dealt with, okay? I think I just need to be more hostile in general. I've had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder lately. Not a lot. Just a little bit. And, I mean, as I usually put it, I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I'm a much tinier chip on the shoulder of something else. You know, I'm, I'm a tiny like when I'm at my most petty and vicious and I've got a, a bad attitude going out in the world. I'm a small thing on something else's shoulder. The chip's not on my shoulder. I'm the chip. I'm the chip. All right. No, no, no. You got it all wrong. I don't got a chip on my shoulder. I'm a chip on someone else's shoulder. A big thing, a big fucking giant thing. I don't even know what it is, but I know it's got a shoulder. Anyway, we're gonna move along here, and we got a song by a fellow named Joe Boatner. Joe Boatner, B-O-A-T-N-E-R. I wonder if that name actually has anything at all to do with boats. Boatner, hey Boatner, that's a name where, like, you know, when that guy was growing up, that all of his friends called him Boatner. He's got one of those last names that you just end up using, you inevitably call him Boatner. And the song is every time one word every time. Or at least that's how I wrote it down I actually printed out the, the playlist today. I've never done that I've never I used to, as I said, I used to hand write them. I used to have these barely legible handwritten playlists back when I originally did this show. But today I was like, you know what, I'd, I'd much rather just print the playlist. I'd much rather just print the playlist. That really is the voice that I hear things in now. That's how far, you know, you you do this for enough years and that you people don't realize this. You know, science hasn't gotten here yet. But you can actually change the voice in your head. Over time, you can actually change what that voice sounds like. And it's not necessarily a good thing, but it's something you can do if you want. But Joe Boatner every time He's got a funny voice. It's a funny voice, but it's good. It fits. You know, it's what I like, but I I can't help but find some humor in the performance here from Joe Boatner. Every time.
4: Every time I hold you close and press your lips to mine. Every time you hold my hand, the run down my spine, well, it's love dear. cause it happens every time, oh, happens every time, well, every time I'm feeling, and all out of sight. And get a brand new start. Well, it's not.
0: imagining if you sang like that, performing for your loved ones and friends, what they'd think. I mean, granted, that was an era where you could kind of do that. Although I don't come across vocals quite like that too often, at least in the doo-wop teen pop niche. Every time. I don't think I can do it. It's very low, but unnaturally so. Not like the guy necessarily has a high-pitched voice or anything like that. But, I mean, it's just obviously not a natural voice. I don't think it needs any more analysis than that. But we're going to move on here to Roy Acuff. Country music, Opry legend, Roy Acuff. And this song is called Advice to Joe. Advice to Joe. And can you guess which Joe he's referring to? Can you guess which Joe he's referring to? Um, I'm guessing he's talking about Joe Obama bin
5: Biden. He must be talking about Joe Obama bin Biden.
0: No, you know, Joe Obama bin Biden to quote Alan Watts wasn't even a, he wasn't even an evil gleam in his father's eye yet when this song was written. It's about Joe Obama bin Stalin. Oh, Joe Obama bin Stalin. He was the first Joe Obama the original joe bama was joe bama bin stalin and if you think joe bama bin biden is good or bad well you ain't seen nothing yet open up a, if you don't know anything if you don't know anything about joe bama bin stalin you better crack open a history book find out a little bit about the the communist dictator jobama bin stalin and that's who roy acuff is talking to here jobama bin stalin not to be confused with jobama bin biden but he's a jobama nonetheless and here's some advice for him A
5: Communist ambition Now to rule or wreck us all With atomic ammunition They would like to see us fall Peaceful men of every nation Would become as common slaves We'll prevent that situation Better we shall fill our grave You will see the lightning flashing Hear atomic thunders roll When Moscow lies in ashes God have mercy on your soul Here's the question, Mr. Stolling, and it's you who must decide. When a Tommy Bomb starts falling, do you have a place to hide? Sam will still be living when the smoke of battle's o'er. He will make a noose to fit you. God will close up heaven's door. You'll come face to face with Satan, see the loved ones who have died. So be sure when bomb starts falling that you have a place to hide. You will see the lightning flashing, hear atomic thunders roll. When Moscow lies in ashes, God have mercy on your soul. Here's the question, Mr. Stalling, and it's you who must decide When a Bomb starts falling, do you have a place to hide? Just remember, Mr. Stalling, how we both fought side by side When Hitler and Mussolini had you whipped and how you cried Uncle Sammy came to help you, gave you strength, we gave you all now your great ambition is to see our nation fall. You will see the lightning flashing, hear atomic thunders roll. When Moscow lies in ashes, God have mercy on your soul. Here's the question, Mr. Stalin, and it's you who must decide. When atomic
6: bomb starts falling, do you have a place to hide?
2: He just want not sit there and just start throwing up, you know, it makes you sick. If you were in a European country, it wouldn't matter because that's been going on for a long time. But this is America, we're not used to it yet. And they got to give us a chance to get used to it before they go around doing some of the stuff they do. No!
7: Love okay. okay.
0: duels with nearest to my heart from I believe 1958, 58 or 59. Very good one. Very good. I like that guitar sound. What you could hear of it. Because I mean, that's the interesting thing of this music is I mean, beyond production value. You know, which of course, I like the more raw production but beyond the production value you know instrumentation was more buried you know there was a long time where the idea was the the idea in most music was like jack the vocals up as loud as possible because i mean with these genres in particular you know there's the term vocal music i mean the voice is really the the entire point of a lot of it and it doesn't seem to have been until later where you really saw the rest of the instrument the rest of the instruments start taking more priority in the mix But anyway, um, the, the, the guitar is still incredible, especially the more active guitar. You know, I like the bands from this era where, even when they didn't need to, they have fairly active guitar parts. But we're going to move along here. We're going to play a couple songs by a guy, Bobby Lee Trammel, Trammell. Not sure how to pronounce it. T R A. M-M-E-L-L. Tremel. I've never known anybody with this last name, so I don't know how to pronounce it. But he's going to sing to you about a topic that I think we can all relate to, no matter where we're coming from, which is the song, What Is This World Coming To? Seems like everybody has any excuse they, they can find, any excuse they want to feel that way. And maybe excuse isn't the right word. It just seems like... Any of us, no matter who we are, where we're coming from, what we think, what our views are, it seems like we all inevitably think, What is this world coming to? What are they coming to? I'm like, Oh, do you see they're doing this? Oh, they're doing this. You know, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about in one of the night school episodes about fragile marketing, how whether it's political campaigning or whether it's marketing a product. A lot of it's based on this supposed fragility that things have. Like if you don't vote for this candidate, the idea is that this thing you care about will fall apart. This thing you care about will crumble or shatter. And it's not based on the idea that like support this because it's good. Support this because it's there's momentum and strength and it's moving in the right direction. A lot of it's based on this idea of sort of a disaster scenario. If you don't do this, something bad will happen. And I mean it plays out in product marketing in a different way. But there there's tends to be this focus on you know the fragility of everything. And like I was um what prompted this is just the song title, what is this world coming to? And it just seems like every generation has their own countless reasons to feel that way. And I mean, I feel that way all the time. But I try to fight it too. And it's difficult. It's difficult to fight that feeling of what is this world coming to. Uh, And maybe it's not such a bad thing to think, you know, maybe it's a good thing to think that way. But uh, for you know, this this little species who only has control over our own individual life and the relationships we have, the direct relationships in particular, because, of course, we have relationships to a far larger number of people, indirect relationships. But, you know, to, to think that we're constantly worrying about the world. We ourselves individually are constantly worrying about it. And that's impressive. It's impressive that we are the species that constantly thinks the world is on our shoulders. And maybe some of it is. But not all of it. But still, I mean, I'm I'm there all the time. What is this world coming to? Bobby Lee Trammell became a politician. This artist actually became—he's from Arkansas. I don't know the details, but he became a politician of some kind. So, country artist and politician. I don't think I've come across that. But for a guy who asks, "What is this world coming to?" Maybe it makes sense that he became a politician.
6: Whoa! Home for the past 20 years, and all that I know is what I read and what I hear. I was reading a story in the newspaper just today where a young mother had just thrown her little child away. Yes, they found it lying there up on the beach, where the waters had washed it up on the sand. Now she'll never know of its tender love or feel the touch of its little hand. Now she thought the whole world had forsaken. And that she was all alone But she didn't think to stop and talk to God Because he's never gone Now the law, they can't find her But I'll tell you this, my brother Our father up in heaven He knows that young mother And another story in Austin, Texas where a man stood in a university tower and took the lives of 17 people in just one short hour. Now friends, a saddest story, is where the number one singing group in the nation says that Christianity is fading away. Then he went farther to say that his singing group was more popular than Jesus today. Now we all know, friends, that he's gotta be wrong. Now won't the whole wide world stand up and help me sing my song? Yeah. <laughs> I really like the way you kiss me The way you hold me tight The way you give me loving In the middle of the night You're, most you're the mostest girl oh yeah. oh yeah You're the mostest girl you well, just to hold me close and don't let go I'm feeling fine Give me loving like you did last night When you chill my stomach I really like the way you feel me. Make me feel so fine when we're close together. Your heart heartbeat alive with mine, you're most just girl. Most just girl. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, you're most just girl.
0: You know, in that first one, what is this world coming to? I liked that the three examples he gives, the three things that led to this this the, that led to this song, are uh, a woman abandoning her baby apparently in the water, her her baby drowning, like this woman who abandons her baby and it dies. And then the next one is uh, a guy who shot up a bunch of people, a mass shooting. And then the third example is the Beatles. <laughs> I like that. That's the set of priorities. Like the three things that show like the the hellish demonic chaos that is erupting on planet Earth. Women killing their children. A guy shooting a bunch of people up. And the Beatles doing an interview. I like the casual Beetle, the casual, Beatle, uh, uh, casual anti Beatles sentiment that comes up in some country music from this era. It's actually good timing because uh, I had uploaded on, on my old YouTube channel, I had uploaded a rip of this Tommy Collins song, which is all of the monkeys ain't in the zoo. And the original version has different lyrics. The first version of it, it just deals with the fact that like if you look around, like human beings aren't too far removed from monkeys. It's basically like this like pretty, pretty cutting country tune just about the fact that we're all pretty much still apes. But then he did a version a few years later where he changed some of the lyrics and one of them deals with Beatlemania and how like all the monkeys ain't in the zoo. And as an example, it's like the fact that people literally scream through an entire Beatles concert and it's come up again. Like I've definitely noticed it in a few places where around the mid 1960s, whenever Beatlemania started, there was this kind of casual anti-Beatles sentiment. And, you know, I don't hate the Beatles. I could feel myself veering that way like when I was a teenager and I got really into music I could feel myself veering into this like kind of reactionary anti-Beatles thing because because it's forced on you so much I think it's just if you have any like rebellious instinct in you if you have even just a tiny bit of oppositional defiance in your genes when something feels forced upon you when you feel like you can't escape it there's a tendency to reject it But like I could feel myself doing that with the Beatles I mean that's probably the most complicated way Anyone's ever tried to explain Why they don't listen to the Beatles But I just want to make it clear I don't, I don't have any disrespect for the Beatles But there is a part of me still There is a part of me that Enjoys these little barbs That get thrown at the Beatles In country music occasionally And Elvis is interesting Because you know the, the Beatles were heavily influenced by Elvis They say And so was a lot of country music you know, and Elvis has remained a country icon, interestingly, where it seems like more often than not, if you meet people who are hardcore Elvis fans, adults, especially, because um, I mean, anybody can stumble upon Elvis, he's available there. That's the amazing thing about somebody like Elvis is, you know, I didn't grow up being an Elvis fan. You can just access him at any time. Or ra- or you'll randomly hear Elvis and be like, Oh, you know, I never actually thought about Elvis as a real thing you could listen to. You know, there are a lot of things like that in our world. You know, there's a lot of things like that in pop culture where they've been forced upon us so much. They're so readily available that uh, you just, you just kind of feel like it's always there if I feel like pursuing that on a whim. Uh, but anyway... You see where country sort of celebrated Elvis. They stood by Elvis. They still do. Meanwhile, they didn't like this whole Beatles thing. For an invasion, you know, it's it's warfare. Creativity is warfare too. Art is warfare too. Of course, these true American pagan musicians, country artists, of course, they weren't entirely thrilled with the British invasion, the name alone. What are these redcoats doing? And of course, you'll find a million country artists. Probably every country artist will tell you they love the Beatles. So what am I even talking about? Yeah, we're coming to the end of this here episode. Somehow, I I don't know, I didn't plan on a particular time limit. You know, night schools these days are getting really long all the time. Not sure what's going on there. Uh, But, uh, you know, traditionally, every night at school night runs about an hour, and that's where we're at. So we're going to be closing this episode out with a song by Ricky Dean, a fellow named Ricky Dean. And it's called Little Girl. And it's always funny, you know, this era, a lot of songs, I don't know what the language was like, I don't know how people talked, because it's something I was thinking about not too long ago about how a lot of our exposure to previous generations is through TV, maybe radio. But there's a certain point in time where we don't know how people talked. And people talk differently depending on the era. Like even in the same language, even in American English, the way we talk substantially changes over generations. And, and you know, so we know how old-timey news broadcasters talked. We know how people talked in the movies. But we don't have a lot of examples of how common people actually talked during previous eras and of course you know before recordings of any kind were available we have no clue I mean I've heard people say things like the original british settlers in america sounded closer to the southern us accent than they do what we think of as a british accent today I don't know if that's true I've heard that more than once which is insane to think about it's insane to think about like The fact that British English has been transforming over there while American English is transforming and the southern US accent could actually be the missing link, (laughs) you know, between that. That's amazing to think about. Um, But I was thinking about this title, which is little girl. And I wonder, like, it comes up again and again in doo-wop and 1950s music where guys refer to their love interest as a little girl and i know what they mean it's not like it's not like it was acceptable in the 1950s to like for for men to sing songs about truly little girls oh yeah this this man is romantically interested in an 8-year-old little girl obviously referred to like a petite young woman a teenage girl or a woman a woman who's been through puberty so it's not like i'm pulling some stupid oh are, are they actually singing about little girls as in 10-year-olds you know i'm not i'm not trying to say that but just it's it's interesting to me that so many songs use the phrase little girl. And I guess the idea is that like a, a woman who's small is desirable. Maybe that's part of it. But by today's standards, like, no, you know, nobody in my generation could ever imagine going up to a girl you're interested in and saying, hey, little girl. Like if I said that to a girl, it doesn't matter like at any point whether I was a teenager or whether it's now, if I said that to a girl that I was interested in, she would probably never talk to me again. It would be a problem if I said, hey, little girl. Or if if, there were, if I was being flirty with a group of girls, because I totally do that all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time that, like, there was a group of girls out and about, and, like, I flirted with the entire group. But uh, anyway, if I saw, like, a group of girls, and I was like, what are you little girls doing? It'd be fucked up. They would all go the opposite direction. So it's just interesting to me that in pop culture, at least in the 50s and 60s, it was totally acceptable to sing songs where you refer to your love interest as a little girl. And I wonder how much that translated to the vernacular of the time. Like, were actual teenagers saying that? Were young adults saying that? Were men calling their girlfriends little girl? I don't know. Uh, just a, a shift in language but this song is psychotic even beyond that this song just it's a good one to end this episode on I want to end this out I want to end this episode on a a, uh, a very active song and this one I, I don't know you're about to hear it it's just to me this song is just psychotic all around and it's a good way to close out this here june 24th every night's a school night i think we're on number 84 now i don't know i'm not good at remembering the numbers but ricky dean little girl this is just one man's psychotic episode little
5: girl
3: this has been done by the youthful KKK uh, I can't really be certain because according to the local officials uh, and state and uh, officials within the schools involved uh, they have known of uh, heard rumors to uh, recruitment but they did not know of any particular individuals that are a member of the KKK
8: Free, so take my hand and walk this land with me, and walk this lovely land with me, though I am just a man. My side. With the help of God, I know I can be strong. I know I can be strong.